Hello, and welcome back to Podcast in a Pear Tree. I am Aaron Lee. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danielle. And we are so excited to be reviewing some of the Christmas in July movies currently appearing on Hallmark. Tonight, we're going to be talking about A Royal Christmas Crush. But before we get started, we have not spoken with all of you in a really long time. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. Danielle, Samantha, (laughs) what have you guys been up to? Tell me about it. Well, we've been working, guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, making that coin. (laughs) This is true. We've actually been rather cold in LA for a really long time. So summer has literally just started, what, like this week? (laughs) So it's kind of fun to get back into Christmas in July because... We can watch it in like a really cool um, AC environment if you have AC, which I don't. So I'm trying to be like under a fan eating ice cream. I feel like summer has just started for me, really. I've had a lot of visitors, a lot of family visits. So not a lot going on on my end. How about you guys? Well, as um, you and our listeners know, back in March, I went to Finland, which was so spectacular. We had such a good time. We got to see the Northern Lights. We got to see so many snowstorms. We met Santa. We met Mrs. Claus. We visited an ice hotel. We did a snow sauna. They literally make the sauna out of snow. I love it. Was it. so fantastic. If you ever get a chance to go to Finland, folks, go to Finland. But specifically the northern part. Uh, hey, pre- if you just want to go to Helsinki, just go to Helsinki. It's a beautiful city. But yeah, we spent most of our time in Lapland, north of the Arctic Circle. Gotta love Lapland. You know what? Something we did that I did not know I was going to take to, but I really enjoyed dog sledding. Dog sledding was so much fun. I'm desperate to do that. Desperate. Oh, it's a great time. It looks so fun. What about you, Danielle? What are you even up to? Yeah, like I said, making the <laughs> making the coins, making the coins. Yeah. I think we might have talked about this the last time we recorded. You know, Aaron Lee, you went to Finland, and that's a very apropos for this podcast because it's right. Christmas focused. I went to Japan, not necessarily Christmas focused, but that was a blast. Of course, I'm going to Tokyo, Osaka, and um, Kyoto, which was probably a live stream, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. And a couple of trips in between to like New Orleans and and, and and other places. I love New Orleans. They should do another movie in New Orleans. We had two this past season, didn't we? Oh, that's right. Yeah. We didn't like any of them. They got I to know. do a good one in New Orleans. They need to do a good one there. It has so much character. It's great on film. I don't understand. And then Samantha and I went to Niagara <laughs> <laughs> Random, that's right. We went to Niagara Falls, which Although, I, I enjoyed it. They haven't done a Christmas film in Niagara Falls. I feel like it's so... That would be a fun one. Picturesque. It could really be a good setting for it. I think so, especially in the wintertime because there gets a lot of snow and it kind of freezes over in some parts. I think they need to do it. Christmas at the Falls. But there you go. We got a yes. title. I like Christmas it. Christmas at the Falls. Should we propose it? Should we write it? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> one of the sad things, though, is that... <laughs> Hallmark has been all ready for this Christmas and July theme. But what's really sad is that, you know, me as a Lifetime person, I was waiting for Lifetime to do something related to Christmas because they usually have this thing called Summer of Santa. Right. I but thought they were going to do that. They're not doing it um, this year. No Summer of Santa. First no of all, of I did not know about Summer of Santa, but mm-hmm. Summer of Santa is really fun. I'm a man who likes some alliteration in his life. So why why are you teasing me with it, Danielle? I'm so sorry. You know, I had it last year and I was looking for the lineup, but when you go to a Lifetime site, it's just the usual fare of, you know, true life. <laughs> yes. Murder true and life mayhem. Movie. <laughs> yeah, you know, the normal stalkers and murderers. 
yeah. the Sherry Papini story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang, okay, I guess uh, no premieres this time, not even reruns? Okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's get into this movie, A Royal Christmas Crush. I'm going to sum it up for you here in like three or four sentences because there's not much to sum up. Nope. We have Ava Jensen, who's a high-powered architect in a city. I'm not sure which city, an American city. Her I think uncle, it's Minneapolis. She was raised there. I don't know if she's still there, but maybe oh. it could be Minneapolis. Okay. Let's call it Minneapolis. I like it, Samantha. Okay. Ava Jensen is a high-powered architect in Minneapolis. <laughs> and her uncle Carl calls her and says, niece, I need your help. I'm in, wait for it, wait for it, wait for it. I'm in Fiordland. Yes, we have a fake nation, people. I love it. I mean, I had to turn the captions on to make sure I understood that correctly. We're back to fictitious nations. I love it. Like a fjord and a land. Fjordland. As random Nordic nation as you can get. But I feel like they just eliminated Norway completely from Scandinavia. And this is what takes place of it. Because they don't mention Norway at all. They mention Nor- Nordic and then all the other countries, but not Norway. So that gave me that vibe. I got a lot of Finland vibes out of it. Anyway, Ava Jensen goes to Fjordland to help her uncle Carl build the royal family's winter castle, which also happens to be made of snow and ice. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you heard that correctly. Yes. And of course, she meets the dashing Prince Henry, played by Stephen Hauser, and she's not interested. She's just here to be an architect and help her uncle Carl create the most beautiful winter castle imaginable. Of course, uh, Prince Henry has different ideas. He thinks she's pretty good looking. He pursues her. Meanwhile, there are two royal assistants, Brigitte and Deputy Von Trier, who really want Prince Henry to end up with Brigitte's daughter, Sigrid. Yes, these are wonderful names, very Nordic names. (laughs) (laughs) And the plot is afoot. That's it. That's what you got. Although there is the end part, which is there's also a Christmas ball and he must bring somebody to the Christmas Christmas ball ball at the end. There's always a Christmas ball in these ones. In the royal ones, there's almost always a Christmas speech that we have to give. For crying out loud, the crown has a Christmas speech. (laughs) Well, the royal family does give a Christmas speech like every year on Christmas Day. I mean, I'm not criticizing the Christmas speech, but (laughs) the movie is called A Royal Christmas Crush. I'm pretty sure we can count on a Christmas speech. I feel like they had so many different elements that we didn't need. And there's just so many things going on where like Ava, she, her passion project is building sustainable housing for unhomed people, which is great, but it's just like, what? And then he's just like this eligible bachelor that needs to find somebody and his parents are putting pressure on him. They have this perfect relationship. But also, did you guys feel... Like his parents were really close to him in age. Yes. Like they were really young. Yes. Yes. This is what I want to talk about. Okay. The ages (laughs) in this film are insane. (laughs) I agree. Oh my gosh. Mom and dad cannot be more than five years older than son. (laughs) Okay. At the very least. I also want to point out the guy that plays Deputy Von Trier at the yes! beginning of the, at the beginning yes. of the movie. He's like, "Well, as a man late into my forties, I sti- <laughs> I was like, dude, you are in your late fifties, if not your sixties.' Yeah, looked it up. He's in his fifties. 
Not only that, he is the former bassist and backup singer of a Canadian metal band called Anvil. Love it. Love it. He's a metal rocker. I'm I'm so down. I just went to like a nice concert before. So like, oh my gosh, that's great. I love it. His name is Glenn Edward Joffrey. Look him up. He looks like (laughs) he's fantastically fun. I want to meet him in real life. And on top of that, I, you know, I don't want to get down on anybody for anything, but Stephen Hauser looks a lot older than he is as well. Yeah, the prince so was... The yeah. prince, I, he just, he photographs a little older. Maybe these two people photographed a little younger than they were, and that just didn't work. So no, it just wasn't believable as like a royal family either. Like the mom was like the queen, but she had this like really bold highlight in her hair. Like, yes, I know like that really too. crazy. I was like, are you in a love band too? Because cool. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> Maybe there was like a mini rock band that they all were in and they decided to make this movie. I, I mean, I I'm down you, for it. I scoured the internet to find their ages and I could not find the ages of the parents anywhere. I looked and looked and looked. But that's I, really that's how off-putting it was. <laughs> and I had to go searching for it on a quest. Wow. They didn't really want you to find out the truth. But no, they we, didn't. We, they we can scrubbed tell the, the internet. Hallmark has wow. the power to scrub the internet. I'm sure of it. But I could tell what the age range that they were going for because they flash when when uh, Von Trier kind of searches for Ava's like background to kind of find dirt on her. Mm-hmm. He pulls up her age and it says 30. And I was like, really? Are we just trying to make it very clear how old we want everybody to actually be? Okay, sure. Even like Deputy Von Trier's statement as a man into my 40s, it was a little out of place. Why are we being so specific? Right. <laughs> It makes no sense. And then we have stereotypical characters like Brigitte, who I felt bad because she was so predictable Mm -hmm. at every turn, Mm -hmm. trying to prevent this romance because she wanted the prince to be connected with her daughter. And the daughter was like all for it. It's just so, so contrived. Yeah. The other thing is Deputy Von Trier apologized at the end for his role in trying to pull them apart. But his role wasn't that significant in trying to pull them apart. Dude, it was... All Brigida. It was all Brigida. Yeah. But I mean, he was in love with Brigida. They were christened at the end of the movie. So maybe he just took some of it on himself. I feel like what he did was kind of standard. Like I think any royal family digs into like anybody who's trying to date anybody, you know, especially especially Americans. Everyone's leery about Americans for whatever reason. (laughs) (laughs) Those Americans. We are nefarious bunch. So I feel like what he did was pretty standard, but he felt so guilty about it. I don't know. I agree. It was it was Brigitte and Sigrid that were really doing the plotting. And I loved her little side story of like this little project of um, creating housing for like all the royal pooches that were coming. Oh yeah, the fake project to keep her busy that Brigitte gave her. Yeah, Pooches is such a weird thing to call the dogs. The royal pooches have arrived. The royal dogs, the royal puppies, the royal pets, whatever. But the pooches? Just to add to the over-the-topness of all of this, we're already in Ice Castle, so we had to just kind of keep going. So can we get into the Ice Castle thing? Let's get into it. I know, early. That's what I mean. I want you to talk about it because they were walking around that place as if it's just normal. Like, how cold is it? I know they were wearing coats. It was fully decorated for Christmas. And then they showed her her bedroom. And it was just like, oh, here's where we're going to be staying. And I'm like, isn't that going to be cold? Tell us, Aaron Lee, how cold okay. is it? Here it is. It's 
freaking freezing. It is so <laughs> cold in there. You shiver like this. It is so, so cold in the one I was in. The one where they filmed it is in Canada. And I believe there is an interior structure to it. It's a permanent building. And I did look it up because the one I was in had no fire pits at all inside. And I was like, seriously, how are they not melting the snow? I looked it up. <laughs> There are several fire pits in this snow hotel. One is real fire. The rest are all fake. And they do insulate it so that it doesn't melt the snow. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. But, um, then you, but you still have to wear a coat when you're sleeping. They give you thermal, like thermal, like Blankets. a sack. Like a, well, it's like a sack that you sleep in that's thermal. Oh, like a sleeping bag? Yeah, kind of like a sleeping bag. And you have a little locker where you can go put your clothes. And they do highly recommend that you wear only your base layer, not your coat. So that's that's how you're going to be warmest. Mm-hmm. And then also at the one I was at, again, there you have another room that you can go to if you get cold in the night. So you have an indoor space to go get warm. But does that space have snow in it? No, that's it's in the indoor hotel room. Oh, got it. Yeah, you have a hotel room and then you can go sleep in your room in the ice hotel as well. The carvings are spectacular. The artistry of the hotel was amazing. We were just in awe. And each room that we went into had like a theme. There was like the dinosaur room with this giant T-Rex coming out of the wall. There was the Nikola Tesla room. The one I went to again in Finland does not have any interior structure. It melts in the spring and goes back into the lake. Oh, Oh, wow. So you're saying that you didn't have a slide like in the movie that you could slide inside? There was no slide in this one. The Ice Hotel that we went to in Finland was owned by a company that owned several other tourist attractions in the area, one of which was called Snowman World, where they had ice slides and that kind of thing. So they didn't put any in the hotel because they wanted their hotel guests to go to Snowman World. We did not go to Snowman World as we didn't have children and it was really a very child-based activity and we had other plans. But was the inside like decked out for Christmas like in the film like where it was like Christmas tree after Christmas tree like everywhere? That was done for the film. It was not decked out for Christmas. The one I went to all the furniture was ice. So in the movie they had like an armchair in the Mm -hmm. in the snow hotel that was just like a normal armchair that you could sit in. That wasn't the case at at the one in Finland where we went. Everything was made of ice. We didn't stay at the ice hotel. We just toured it and we went to the restaurant and then we did the snow sauna, which is the sauna made of snow. And it was so cold because we're sitting on benches made of ice. Our dessert was served on a plate made of ice. (laughs) It was so cold, but it was so good. We had so much fun. Which is what I imagine most places would be like. And where this was just a regular bed, like a hotel room bed. Right. What boggled me about this ice hotel, well, I'm sorry, not the ice hotel, but the ice castle situation is that the uncle built it and then brought in the niece to kind of help do Like, what what? did she do? Like, what exactly? Oh, finishing touches, but it kind of looked very complete already when she arrived, to be completely honest. She would just have a little clipboard and kind of like be like, oh yeah, this this the first encounter Ava has with the prince what was she doing like I was like are you are you just pointing at something I don't get it I was very lost the only tangible thing I think she was asked to do was to do the whole the pooch homes but even then she just planned them out she never actually 
started to build them. Yeah, that part was very flimsy, of course. Well, then she was looking at plants all the time in like a barn where you could hear animals outside. <laughs> in the barn, did you notice the peacocks walking around in the background? Because I was like, is that a peacock? And I rewound it. Sure enough, they had peacocks in that barn. So weird. So it must have been warm. There were some things that you just had to kind of just toss to reason. And the other thing I had to really toss to reason was that there was one lone paparazzi the whole time who was and he taking was pictures. Really nice. He was, he was a very, very nice. respectful paparazzi. And he was like, I'm just trying to feed my family. Like, yeah, what? He's like, he even I don't turned wanna... down, like, when Brigitte was trying to give the dirt on Ava. He's like, no, he seems no. really happy. I don't want to ruin it for him. <laughs> like, he was the nicest paparazzi ever. <laughs> but also wanted the prince to feel sorry for him because the prince kind of had Prince Harry vibes where he was like, I hate the paparazzi. And then this guy's like, I'm just trying to feed my family. And then at the end, he was like, oh, well, I'll see you. Would you like no, to take I... our picture? We'd like you to take our picture. Yeah. And then he was just like, well, okay, I guess I'm done. I'll, I'll see if I can make it home for Christmas dinner with my family. I was like, what is this? <laughs> So and weird. the only one, like the only one there. <laughs> I'm like, not only do you, ha- do you have time to fill the stockings, but you have time to stop at the store and get what you're going to put in them. It yeah. was so weird. I forgot about that, Danielle. I'm so glad you brought it up because I was laughing so hard through that whole thing. I'm like, what is happening right now? I can't. And then when the prince asked her basically to go away with him to his like little country house <laughs> adventure because he wanted, so wanted privacy he wanted privacy and do something normal and like, she's like i'm sorry i can't i have work to do i have to do these pooch houses <laughs> and he was like um not a priority right i'll just start that out i thought it was funny that she's like sorry i can't i'm working but she really wanted to go like the whole time she had the hots for him it was really weird yeah because then it completely flips when she offers her services like oh do you need help with your christmas address and then <laughs> it's just, she drops everything to spend time with him and it's like what what you were just acting completely different less than five minutes ago but okay and then the audacity she's like let's go with the i know because like five minutes earlier she's like sorry i have to build a dog house <laughs> like what <laughs> that gave me such finland vibes though because they're like oh yeah Yes, us Fjordlanders really take our hot tubbing very seriously. In Finland, they take their saunas very seriously. We had many Finns telling us, this is how you do a sauna. What, Don't how, do it that do way. It? But there were a plethora of ways you could do it. So Sherry went in one with some Finns where there was a cold plunge outside. They were all respectful of Sherry and she was put pouring the water on the stones and creating the steam. And she's like, okay, I'm going to go now. And the Finnish woman said, wait, before you you go do you want to see how i sauna and Sherry was like sure the woman took three giant scoops of the water poured it onto the stones really fast and filled the whole sauna with steam and it got so hot then she ran outside and dove into the cold water <laughs> Sherry's like i got in above my knees i was like oh way to go you did it i i would but- imagine it's really hard for someone who hasn't done it before, I would I would think that would be hard for me. After she did that, I was like, okay, one of the other traditional things to do is after you get out of the sauna, run outside and roll around in the snow. So I was like, okay, if you did the cold plunge, I'll do the rolling in the snow. So at our next place, I got out of the sauna, I ran right outside, rolled in the snow, and then 
gotten a hot shower. How did you feel? Fine. It's something I didn't want to do again. What I really enjoyed was getting out of the sauna and then sitting in the Arctic air, drinking a nice cold beer. That was like, oh, the rolling in the snow didn't do much for me. Now, did you keep your shirt on? Unlike the prince in the film. No. Oh my gosh. If you, No, you can't be in a sauna with your shirt on. Uh-uh. uh-uh. Okay. You cannot do it. You will die. It is so hot in there. And that explains why we had a shirtless man then in the film, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Spicing uh, it up here at Hallmark. Hallmark is spicing it up. They have another premiere for Christmas in July coming out next week, and hopefully we'll talk about it. But in the preview, there's a shirtless man. They're putting a lot of shirtless men into their movie. Do you think it's um, because it's July and it's like hot outside and I don't know. It's still Christmas. <laughs> I know. They're really trying to get you into the spirit of Christmas in July. No? I think okay. they're re- <laughs> I think they're realizing who their demographic is and saying, hmm. Our demographic really likes shirtless men. Or they're thinking it at this time of year. You're right. Let's go with that. That's the only way we can justify the twists and turns that seemingly jumped around in this movie. (laughs) We're like, oh, what? And now we're okay. And then he's doing a successful Christmas. Oh, and he's going to incorporate sustainable housing. Great. That's that. You know, of course that made sense. Yeah. So two things about the end of the movie. First of all, he calls her while she's on the plane. And I'm like, that thing better be in airplane mode. You better be doing (laughs) Wi-Fi calling because you are not allowed to have your phone on at this altitude. (laughs) Then I got over that. And then she showed up at the ball in a gorgeous red dress. Where'd she get that dress? Did she just pack that? What's going on? And I was so appreciative that the prince actually said, where'd you get the dress? And she was like, Brigitte gave it to me. Brigitte. Brigitte redeemed herself. She did. And Ava got not only a prince, but she also got a job because they were going to build the sustainable housing. How do you get a prince and a job? Wear a red dress. Yeah, and then she also just got free immigration to just move to Scandinavia. You're just moving and doing whatever you want. It's just like, what is going on here? And she didn't even think twice about it. I was like, wait a second. I thought you were passionate about doing this project in the States. Okay, I guess you're okay with not doing it there anymore. Fine. There's a a handsome prince in Fjordland. What do you want from her? Yeah, now she has got a holiday home. With a hot tub. <laughs> what more can you want? <laughs> every Christmas in an ice hotel. <laughs> and a different one every year, apparently, yeah. since they build a new one every year. So we've been ragging on this, but honestly, it wasn't bad. I wasn't like, oh, that was the worst thing I've ever seen. But I also wasn't like, oh, yes, you have to watch this again. It was regular. It was regular. Very predictable fare. You know what you're getting. But honestly, that's what you go to Hallmark movies for. You know what you're getting. At the end of the movie, they're going to fall in love and they're going to kiss. Sometimes you just need a regular one to just ease you back in. You know what I mean? Into Mm -hmm. the season. So, you know what? Yeah, it was a regular one, but I kind of enjoyed it for like what it was, I guess. We only get two films in July. So it's kind of like, oh man, okay. I I wouldn't mind if we had so many that were coming up, but because we only have the two and then we have to wait, it's kind of like, oh, okay, I guess. (laughs) At any rate, folks, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. If you feel so inclined, please rate and follow, rate and follow on all the socials. And find us where you find your podcast. See you next time and goodbye.